You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on The Cooligans, we are discussing the unfortunate Jordan Morris injury. We also discuss Chelsea, what is going on with them, what is their future, and Christian Pulisic. Will he be eventually a Bayern Munich player? That's right. Plus, we talked to Tanner Tessman. Not only does he play for FC Dallas, he also plays for the men's national team. He's massive. We talked to him about his shoulders. We talked <laughs> about how he's trying to help all the folks over in Texas and how some of the other clubs are doing it as well. Plus, we ask him, what are his plans for the future? That and more today on The Cooligans! Yo, it's me, Dave Vianich here, and I've been hanging out with the Cooligans, having a nice, and I hope you've been having a nice too. go all right Come on. let's get another let's get one let's start the let's clock in let's <laughs> begin our day punch in folks get in here if you're late let's go go to homeroom <laughs> okay. cool kids about to start baby you know, who, uh, nobody how come nobody told us having a tv show was like going to school Damn, I got to get up early for for this? Damn. Nah, yo, this is not what I signed up for. Remember when I specifically said that noon is my 6 a.m.? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. It is. And I'm Alexis Guerreros. All right. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that uh, has ever lived, has ever existed, has ever uh, has been blessed uh, to this universe. That's right. It's also the gulliest that's been blessed to this <laughs> universe. I'm not sure that's ever been said before. Okay. You know why? And we have, uh, all you got to do is uh, d- donate, okay, for this, uh, for the blessings to come to you, okay? That's right. We're going to send you a little bit of holy water, a.k.a. New York City tap water. You know what I mean? Okay. Or it just might just be melted snow, okay? You know? But, uh, <laughs> Let's get it. There's a lot en- out there. Enjoy. Uh, we have, uh, uh, we're excited about uh, today's show because uh, we're going to be joining Joined by midfielder for FC Dallas. Uh, and the men's Tana national Te- team. Men's national team as well. Tanner I... Tessman. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about everything that, that he is doing. We'll talk about his rookie year. Uh, and and uh, everything he's doing to help uh, people in, in Texas uh, with, uh, you know, the current crisis. So and we're uh, going to find uh, out how you get them shoulders, bro. <laughs> what you, what is it? The, uh, are you shoveling? What is going on? Why are you so strong? Bro? Damn, son. You walk on your hands to training? <laughs> What you doing out there, boy? Why are you wearing shoulder pads out here? You know, we're asking the questions the mainstream media won't. Right? I lamestream media. <laughs> so uh, let's let's start today uh, by uh, discussing uh, some news out of Europe. We're always very excited when our you know, especially our U.S. men's national team players, just the the American pl- uh, soccer player, getting to. Uh, I get thought you were going to talk about Jordan. Morris, I'm like, you're excited. <laughs> Horrific Yo, this news. Is how, this is how, look, I've been doing this for a couple months, all right? I've been learning. I've been watching the, those other sports shows, and I'm like, they really build to something. They don't, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And then they, they cut the commercial right before it. <laughs> okay. They make it come back. <laughs> all right? Fubo's teaching me well, okay? I'm, I'm doing the online Fubo courses, and they're really paying off, right? <laughs> yeah. You, it's hard to find on the Fubo app, but it's in there. 
<laughs> so, uh, yes, Jordan Morris, unfortunately, uh, you know, dealt, dealing with a, a devastating injury, uh, yeah. an ACL injury. And, and this is the one thing, if you haven't uh, seen the news, obviously, he, um, Jordan Morris on loan at, at Swansea. And, uh, you know, this was going to be the... The, the these couple months were going to be basically him uh, getting his opportunity in Europe, getting Swansea into the back into the Premier League, uh, and it was supposed to be great for everybody. For it was great for the Sounders because he he'll you know maybe he comes back. Uh, you know, uh, maybe after the end of this loan, maybe he stays there for another year. Maybe he you know he was he's playing in the Premier League. Yeah, but now this would have been you know everyone and us included me probably more. You know, gave him a little bit of gruff when he decided not to go to Europe and decided to stay with Sounders. And this was that moment for him to say, like, all right, now I feel like I'm ready. Uh, and and just unfortunate. And, you know, the news, the, the way the way the club spoke about it, it, it felt as if they really valued him at that already at the club and how it's unfortunate that this happened because they did have at least in the form in the in the form that we see him now. He had plans for the future. They had plans for the future for him. And it makes it almost even more devastating, you oh, know, because he's out a, for he's out for the entire season for the next yeah. season. Yeah. And then there's a recovery involved in that. And, you know, we've seen this before. You know, it's hard to come back from an ACL and be the same player. You know, I mentioned it on our watch along, you know, Hector Bellerin. I think he's a great player, but he hasn't been the same player that he was before the ACL tear. So yeah. who does and, he come back as, you know? And then and then Jordan Morris already dealt with an ACL tear. Uh, this and, is his and, other foot. There's yes, a yeah. knee, I mean. Yeah, yeah. There's no ACL. Where is the ACL? <laughs> Where is it? No, their elbow. I mean, this guy's tearing ACLs left and right. <laughs> no, so I actually, so, and that's the thing. I, I haven't confirmed that. I don't know which leg it is. I don't know if he re-injured the one that, that, that he recovered from, the one that he initially tore, or if it's, uh, or if it's the other leg. I mean, this is um, a thing. Uh, and I think the more that we've uh, d- done this show and, and spoken to many players and, and spoken to players who have had ACL injuries, you don't want the second one, right? Because the first one is so mentally yeah. d- difficult and devastating. And to deal with it again, like literally no one deserves uh, that kind of like anguish, right? So, okay, I just got from our producer. Right. It's We've the same knee. We've <laughs> we confirmed, have confirmed it. It, 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 is, yeah. it is the same knee. Uh, and th- so this really, really, really sucks. Um, and, and obviously, we, we just wish him the best. I mean, we, we were wishing the best, obviously, w- the first time it, it happened. Uh, so it sucks to deal with this again because the dream of, of playing in Europe was, was there. He got to, uh, you know, fulfill that. And, and, and he was the, doing the fact well. That it's, yeah, the, and the fact that it's cut this short is, uh, is a real bummer. It's a real shame. And when you look at something like re- uh, Okay, well, we just reconfirmed. <laughs> It's the other. It's the oh. other knee. All right, Christian. Whichever producer you have in your in your ear is wrong. Okay, uh, we got a different guy. All right, I got my own sources. I <laughs> turns out it's his right knee. And the point I was going to make was, if it was the same knee, you know, this is happening in real time. Uh, if it was the same knee, you could say like, all right, maybe the recovery wasn't probably. But I I think it was Cal Martino who was on our show. Someone was on our show and was talking about when you do in your one knee you tend to, to, to injure the other one in the future yeah. because you've put so much more pressure on it. I, you know, this is just the worst-case scenario for yeah. 
Jordan Morris. The, yeah, there's something like psych- psychological. Wait a minute. Our producer said it wasn't either knee. It was his third <laughs> knee. Oh, my God. How did he get three? No, I'm oh, wait. Okay. Another producer saying it wasn't even Jordan Morris. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Jordan Morris doesn't exist? <laughs> who have we been rooting for? What? Who won that MLS Cup? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, no, we hear that often about, like, psych- psychologically, you are, you don't, you don't put the same, you, you don't put that same, uh, uh, pressure on on that knee that was injured because you just it, it, as much as you might even want to you just don't do it because you're afraid of hurting it again and then therefore you uh, you hurt the other knee. I mean, there's Florian Velo uh, of the of the New York Red Bulls, same thing. In, literally, yeah. just like got injured, uh, got the ACL injury, but come back back. It was like third or fourth game of the season uh, and re-injures it again. And now, and now he's back from the, the second one. Um, and he, he had sent a message to Jordan Morris, uh, you know, just sending him uh, his thoughts uh, because, the, you know, there's not many people that understand this <laughs> this exact, like, uh, scenario. Um, but but it, it, it's apparently there's... Uh, I know uh, our friend, uh, uh, Jordan Angeli, uh, she talks about this too. I think she's... I don't know if she started or is a part of something called the ACL club where she, she had uh, I think two ACL injuries. And I saw her talking about this on uh, um, Marissa Pillow show. Who's been uh, on our show. Marissa yeah. Friend Pilla, of the show the, for the sure. Pilla talk podcast. And she had mentioned uh, of how just like uh, emotionally uh, and psychologically difficult. Oh, this is, is mentally, mentally is probably to that yeah. point is more, is more to get over than the physical, you know, the physical part of it is something you can rehab the mental part of this and, trusting your body again for athletes it would be the same as comedians if we lost our voice or something or yeah, christian yeah. couldn't use his hand in the puppet i'm sorry i try to say you have a puppet on stage and i couldn't even get it out without laughing at the thought of you being a puppet yeah, comedian yeah. look i'm when we get out of this quarantine my act is gonna be different right? <laughs> i couldn't even get it out without the, the thought of you in a suit jacket with a puppet just made my day God. <laughs> and uh christian i wanted to uh, talk to you a little bit about uh what's going on over at chelsea um obviously uh things aren't looking incredibly good for christian pulisic but remember the excitement when this deal happened right 72 73 million dollars we're like yo this is it we good they can't possibly not start him you know what i mean <laughs> i mean it would be embarrassing right, right. They, at least the, the, they don't want to upset the accountants right yeah and here we are okay <laughs> uh christian pulisic supposedly i don't know if they're they're saying he's injured or he's he's getting over something but it's starting to look like he might not be at the top of Tuchel's plans. Maybe not. I mean, maybe he's involved in Tuchel's plans, but it's starting to look like he might not be at the top of that list. And now there's rumors that he might be going to Bayern Munich. Yeah, this is the the big surprise, right? After uh, how long? How, how many full seasons has he uh, been there already? This this would be his second, right? Or uh, this would be yeah. his one and a half. Yeah, yeah, second. This is his yeah. second, right? So the uh, uh, so it, it is kind of uh, crazy to already be hearing transfer uh, transfer news uh, about about Christian Pulisic, um, and then you also have to wonder if if Chelsea does sell him, they're not selling him for less than what they got him for, right? They're not. Gonna oh no, lose I money. think they would. You think they take a loss? Yeah, yeah. If you if he have, if you haven't started him, he's not at the value you valued him at. <laughs> Uh, it would be a real shame. It would be a real shame because the I I, w- I would say, look at, at the uh, so last season 
he did great. Why? Wow, he got like nine goals. Uh, he was absolutely lighting it up. He had the that that moment against um, who was his it first that, match? He scored a hat trick. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it that was against like West Ham or something like that? Like the the, the fact that uh, he had th- these incredibly like great moments, and now second season in. Just we just are not seeing the same. Uh, I don't want to say the same player because Chelsea has been. They have not been great. Um, but when you, I mean, Tuchel's undefeated. Correct. But the fact that uh, you know when you think of who's going to take his place, let's say or oh, whatever, Timo Werner, Kai Havertz, uh, the, the the other signings that were there. I mean, they don't play the same position, but but you get the idea. Like, are you going to f- uh, create the uh, a system that benefits Timo more or? Christian Pulisic more. I would put my money on Christian Pulisic if I were if I was the coach. Of course. First of all, Timo Werner hasn't played well. Christian Pulisic has. Like yeah. clearly, Christian Pulisic, I think, is more is built specifically to play, or at least more more uh, more talented to play in the Premier League versus Timo Werner. He's adapted to the Premier League better than Timo Werner has. Without yeah, without a doubt. I think Timo Werner came out and said, oh my God, like these guys are so fast. Even the defenders, every <laughs> one of them are huge. Like, I love, yeah, this was a, 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 a quote from Timo Werner and I love I love the way Alexis paraphrases it. Like, oh, these guys are fast. This is crazy. <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. that's what he meant. <laughs> What's the but quote? Hold on. His quote, quote said, the players are 1.9 meters tall. Do real math. <laughs> Bro, what is that? Like a city block? I don't, oh my I don't God. know what you're talking about. <laughs> How many miles is that? <laughs> yeah. So the players are 1.9 meters tall, v- brutal physically and really fast, including the defenders. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. The defenders have legs. There's, I don't know what. What league were you playing in? <laughs> well, he's like, you know, Bundesliga, they don't even really defend. They just got a bunch of midfielders out there and a couple strikers. But I think what you're finding out is, yeah, the level of physicality in in the in the Premier League is probably much much higher than it is in Bundesliga. But you've got Timo Werner is jacked compared to Christian Pulisic. You figure he'd be able to handle this? Yeah, um, and he's yeah he hasn't uh, clearly uh, you know hasn't adapted. Kai Havertz said the same thing. We're seeing like the 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 German players. Uh, you know who didn't from- say it? Christian Pulisic. <laughs> Christian Pulisic was like, yeah, I get I'm 150 pounds soaking wet, but I'm holding my own. All right? Yeah, bro, I'm wet right now thinking about how I'm going to burn these players, dog. <laughs> he was like, but he was like a man's that waste think, man. Think, <laughs> That's what he said about, about the defenders. Think about how that looks if the American guy is in the Premier League saying, wow, these guys are tall. They're, they're so strong. Everybody be like, uh, these, um, these Yanks, they don't belong in this league and the whole <laughs> thing. But the German guys can be, can be intimidated and say all this stuff. And it's like, oh, well, they're having some tough tum- time adapting, but they'll figure it out. Oh, they came from a different league. The American says it and they're like, go play basketball, mate. <laughs> you ain't built for this, mate. <laughs> so the, the, there's a definitely like this, uh, this benefit of the doubt. It's like longer leash uh, that, that American players uh, do not, do not uh, have the luxury of having having um but look i in my mind uh, you know and we're, we're taping this before the champions league uh match where i know christian pulisic will be playing in that game uh so you know but in my mind the the uh the the, the level of we, we've already seen uh, the, the chelsea resume for christian pulisic is better than than 
any of the newer signings that, that came in of uh, course. afterwards. And I would argue like the, these new signings probably uh, affected, you know, the, the, the chemistry with, with the team and with Christian Pulisic. But, yeah, I just that's, start the dude. Give him more opportunities. That, that's all. That's, in my mind, that's, that, that's going to bring him back to his, to his form. I also think it's probably better for him to go to, uh, to, go to Bayern Munich. Why? Why go through the physicality of the Premier League? Why? You're, you're going to still play Champions League. You might even win. Cha- you ain't winning Champions League at Chelsea. <laughs> you're definitely going to win. You have a better chance of winning with Bayern. Bayern is a better club than Chelsea. I'd much rather see Christian Pulisic at Bayern. And it's a slightly easier league. So, yo, get a little bit of relaxation and put all your eggs in the uh, Champions League basket. I I would like to see him uh, succeed at Chelsea rather than go to Bayern. Who cares? Now, look, if he wants to go to Arsenal, different story, but who cares? (laughs) Tanner Tessman will be joining us right after the break, but we have to uh, get real quick to these... uh, some more illustrious gifts, some unboxings, right? Buddy, we, got, we love it. We, we love got, it. We got the best fans. We got the best supporters. Okay, the 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 you know people are uh, the 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 brand Cooligans is is ringing uh, very loudly all over the world. And this is, I mean, Italy is is already knows about the Cooligans. Come on now, look at this, huh? Look at this because Roma coming through with the drip. Thank you for the scarves. The, oh, it is the beautiful. Shirts. Absolutely gorgeous, you know. And look, you love Serie A clubs signing American players. Brian Reynolds is, is out there, all right? If you don't got an American player on your Serie A club, you don't be talking to us, okay? You ain't even trying, though. <laughs> There's so many in Dallas just waiting to come <laughs> over. Okay, and they took like one, they took one class uh, of Italian <laughs> in, in middle school, all right? right. They know enough. <laughs> they like, you know, I want a gelato. <laughs> and they're like, this guy knows, you okay, know, he's ready. Look, he got Duolingo. He good. All yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he ain't open it yet, but he's good. We also got this beautiful jersey from yes. Edgewater Castle, which they did a, a, is this a collab or a commemorative kit? I mean, there's a, a there is a, look, it's a, a Black Lives Matter shirt uh, with uh, a collab with Black Fires. Uh, you see it on the sleeve. Uh, Beautiful. Black Fires is a, 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 a supporters group for the Chicago Fire. Uh, you know, a, a black supporters. Uh, very, very inclusive. But this is a really, really dope shirt. Thank you so much, Edgewater Castle. If you don't know, we've we've had Edgewater Castle on our podcast, and uh, a, a club that is is very much focused on uh, basically is comprised of uh, a lot of immigrant players from uh, uh, immigrant and refugee players uh, in uh, in the Chicago area, uh, and and great great dudes. Beautiful uh, that, thing. It's a beautiful yeah, club. Yeah. It's a it's a beautiful project to be. Uh... Have you know have been a part of in, in the sense of we've interviewed some of the players and the coaches and to get a, a kit like this is amazing and shouts to them for doing something with Black Lives Matter and making sure that that message doesn't sort of go away and I think that's super important exactly so thank you yeah. so much uh, for for all the uh, all the gifts if you want to send I'm kidding, <laughs> just just join <laughs> look at the address scrolling below <laughs> you'd like to give us gifts uh, <laughs> no uh, no but we always have uh, uh, obviously we're very grateful of all our, our supporters uh, you know, absolutely and shouts to gully squad as well if you'd like to be a member of gully squad please which is our our supporters group with, right? with a really dope community a dope slack channel speaking uh, of check out my uh, my my, my uh, you know, for the culture, Ian Wright jersey uh, or oh. hoodie. Yeah, it's fire, right? And this came from Grego, who's a member of 
a gully squad. squad. So That's join right. gully squad. That's right. And for the culture, which are uh, also a great podcast as well. So thank you everybody for, for showing love. Go to shouts to us.com. If you'd like to join gully squad, we will we'll always welcome you. Okay. We'll do it in the commercial. Cause right after that, hurry up. <laughs> we got Tana Tessman coming up. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We want to bring in the word from one of our sponsors, us and you. That's right. You being Gully Squad. Thank <laughs> you. You right so- now listening. <laughs> you, all of it, you, yes, you've, uh, uh, you've contributed to this marketing campaign. That's right. Thank you so much. <laughs> and if you're listening and you're not in Gully Squad, I'm not going to say it's not thanks to you. I think you already know that. But you can. This can be thanks to you. All you got to do is join Gully Squad. It's mad simple. You know it, what I mean? Because what yeah. happens is you join Gully Squad, and guess what happens? We show up at your house. We so we don't care about the quarantine, you know what I mean? <laughs> we show up at your house and we say, yo, thank you. And then that's it. We leave. It's very odd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we break lockdown rules. Uh, that's how committed to you we are. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> you, where, where you live in Europe? Be there in a few hours, my guy. <laughs> okay. Yo, Boris, open up the borders. <laughs> yo, Latvia? All right. <laughs> I might have to use points, but we're going to get there. <laughs> okay. We're, I've, uh, we're, we're unbrexiting right now. <laughs> I, yo, We've we right. decided. <laughs> we here. What's good? Is this Europe or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, uh, join Gully Squad. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, awesome. Uh, Perks and privileges. Obviously, we have a. a I like a, the hesitation you put on perks, man. Even <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, what do we got?" <laughs> we got you can uh, obviously the the, the the our Slack channel, uh, our birthday parties, dope Zoom Zoom hangouts. Uh, it, it has it has it all. So yeah, and pins and and pop sockets and you know uh, cool stuff. It's just one of those things like, yo, you're supporting us. Uh, it doesn't matter the level. You're gonna get some dope perks. You're gonna get a chance at exclusive content. You're gonna get a chance to hang out chat with us and yo like the slack channel it's almost like just a big group chat there's like people sharing food to do on the road once we get back on the road people sharing pictures of the food they're cooking while they're on quarantine people sharing pictures of pizza and i'm roasting it we do other stuff than food don't we christian (laughs) (laughs) yeah a little bit i mean look there's uh, people sharing uh, music that they enjoy it's it's its own community of of soccer fans that uh, appreciate comedy and appreciate other things in life that they can uh, share with each other uh and it's really growing into something that's that's organic that is not really about christian and alexis and it's beautiful to see so i know it's bothering me it should constantly (laughs) be about us but also they get a chance to to be a part of the show when we have guests we ask them what questions should we ask when we say those are gully squad questions yo those are questions directly from that slack channel from gully squad so if you're a member of the gully squad and you're not in the slack channel get on that what are you doing there's not a lot of you there's like a few of you that haven't like there's a few there's almost like i think maybe Thirty or forty people that are not in the Slack channel. It's that- what a handful of people! Come on, <laughs> get in here, get in there. Uh, so yeah, again, go to soccercooligans.com, click on the Join Gully Squad button, and uh, and get on board, man, because you're missing out. Hell yeah, soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad. Hi, baby, and we're back on the Cooligans living room. I've seen Christian. Our guest is finally here. Uh, yeah, this is. I- we were so excited to have this dude on. I mean, it feels like just a list of accomplishments. 
what a, a year ago this guy's in an academy next thing you know he's in a, he's a, he's a he's a pro player he gets brought up to the senior team then he gets a call up to the U23s then he immediately gets a call up to the senior team and then on top of that he gets invited on our show you know yeah. well, I mean, that, he's also a, a hero who's trying to help the community uh to go you know come back from a crisis so yeah. uh, the resume is already looking uh better than ours that's kind As, of the main absolutely. thing i'm seeing so if you're a fan of uh, FC Dallas, if you're a fan of the uh, if you're a fan of the men's national team, pull your car over and put your hands together for the one, the only Tanner Testman, everybody. <laughs> Tanner, what's, what's up, up, man? I also <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not doing bad. Well. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us on the show. I think we 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 have to start with obviously you are in uh, you are in Dallas. You are uh, uh, you know uh, I have. Texas has dealt with, I mean, just uh, one of the most challenging uh, things that we're, we're used to seeing just uh, just as Americans, right, when it comes to a natural uh, disaster. And uh, so how are you doing? How is the uh, uh, your, your teammates, uh, your family, your community? Like, uh, how are you guys uh, just uh, dealing with everything right now? You know, it's been tough uh, seeing people. Uh, I know people that have been struggling with the cold weather. But uh, today and, and yesterday, there was, and you would have never thought it snowed. Uh, it's clear roads, clear everything, clear skies, great weather today in the 50s and the, in the low 60s. So it's great right now. But uh, definitely uh, tough to see some teammates like Jimmy Maurer. He, he was one that was putting on social media of him um, with his family in the living room. It was 30 degrees and they were trying to make it through it. And it, it was fine because they had food, they had a fireplace, but there's other people that don't have those, those, those things. So it's tough for them. And so, you know, we try to do out uh, what we can and, and help out. So, but I uh, know uh, people I know and uh, my friends and family have been have been good during this time. So we're all good. And what inspired you to start the GoFundMe, which I, I just checked earlier, it's at 23,000. So you guys uh, matched your goal, if not exceeded it. What made you want to start that? And what was it from? It seems like a bunch of the players got together from a lot of the clubs in, in the Texas area. What made you guys want to do it? Yeah, yeah. We saw uh, Austin, I think, was the first to do it. And we were we talked as a, a team and, and the staff and we were like, we could do the same thing. So put it together. And, and, uh, the guys did a great job putting out there on social media. Uh, we, we reached a lot of people. We had, I think over 200 people donate. So, uh, it's still, it's still going up today. So it's been great. And, uh, hopefully that money can be put to, to use and, and help out people. So it's just, it's, it's a good thing. You yeah, were like, yeah. Austin hasn't even fielded a team yet. They can't, you know, they can't be the first to do this. We got to, <laughs> yeah. we got to do our own GoFundMe. <laughs> no, they have a big even support compete. though. Yeah. 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 You, but you got to compete even when it comes to charity. Like that's how, yeah. that's how competitive the, the, the Texas teams are with each Where other. Where are we on the charity table? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's no, so it's it's great to see uh, the, the you know we we donated uh, as well we did a, a, a Twitch stream and a lot of people donated uh, to it as well so it was uh, awesome to be able to contribute to that especially just seeing uh, you know I know you are a, a young uh, professional player but the it's already great to see the the impact that even even at a young age that you know that that soccer has on the community right right yeah it's, it's people have such big platforms to help out so why not use them. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of platforms, not only are you an amazing soccer player, but all of a sudden you're a podcaster too. What's going on here? You're trying to get in our lane, bro? <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been good, but we're nowhere. We're nowhere near yet. So we're we're still working. Yeah, for those who don't know, Chum Chat, right? It's uh, yourself yeah. and and it's another prof- a professional player and just a friend of your of yours guys, right? Yep, correct. Yep, Chum Chat. 
Okay. Very nice. What, what's that? What's that uh, did you have any experience in podcasting before? Or was this something, you know, I mean, this year has been probably difficult. Uh, the, the last like calendar year has been difficult because you're either stuck at home. You got to find things to do. Has this been like uh, a product of quarantining? You're like, all right, I got to get into the media game. We started it before quarantine and um, we kind of got it going then. And then during quarantine, definitely we were seeing it as opportunities to get guys that weren't doing anything and had nothing to do, but sit at home, like you said. So that was kind of when it was like, we really took it serious. And then, uh, you know, we're in a break right now trying to get back to season three. So uh, we're excited for what's to come. So. Okay. The, nice. the other thing I want to ask about, I mean, we have to talk about your, uh, your career and, and we'll, we'll, we have a, a, a little break coming up, but we, we should get started. I mean, you have just an, a fascinating trajectory, right? I mean, people expected you to be a college football star, uh, instead yeah. of a, a soccer star they, they, you had a, a different options, you know? And, and I remember when I was watching, uh, you know, some, some of the regular season games, uh, for FC Dallas, I'm like, uh, I wasn't even like, who's this kid? I'm like, who is this adult man? Uh, this veteran, this dude is a big dude. Wow. Like, I know they say they feed him a lot of milk in the South, but how much milk are y'all drinking, bro? <laughs> you came in looking like you got a mortgage. <laughs> it's honestly crazy. I watched back the film and I'm like, wow, I look so much bigger than I think I am. Like out there on TV, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's just something like we're used to, uh, you know, you see soccer players and for the most part, it's like the maybe the goalkeepers kind of have yeah. your build, but not really anybody else. I, I see you, you're yeah. you're built like a goalkeeper, but you got, uh, you know, you you have the, the technical ability of like a number 10, of a, of a, you know, a, 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 yeah. a, more of an attacker. What has been I, I, so I'm curious about your not only uh, your style of play, but clearly this is your your physique and 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 physicality i'm sure this is a, a thing that moves you up depth charts right because people are like yo this yeah. dude got skill but he's also a big a big dude as well yeah it's just about being a big presence in the midfield and players do that with controlling the ball controlling the field but i do it as being an actual presence and trying to do the other things as well so i definitely think it moves me up in the in the ranks and it goes in my advantage to have that technical ability and be as big as i am I mean, are you kind of like a red car magnet, though? Because it seems like you look like you're wearing shoulder pads. You know what I mean? Like everyone else bumps somebody off the ball. They're like, he's just going for the ball. You do it. They're like, they're trying. He's trying to kill that yeah. young man. Yeah, it was bad in the academy. Any tackle I go into, it was a foul, no matter what. And I used to get so frustrated because, I, I mean, it's clean tackles and they're giving me penalties. But in the, in the MLS, it's not as bad because there are some guys that are strong and big. So uh, I don't get as many fouls, but it definitely frustrates me sometimes. You're the only yeah. player who likes VAR. Yeah, that's my homie. Oh, yeah, uh, the, yeah it, it is. Um, like, what was the the that quick progression into uh, from academy to to first team to men's national team? Like, is it you know you you know you're like excited about getting the, that opportunity to play for the first team for FC Dallas. And then all of a sudden Burhalter's like, all right, th that's it. You're ready. Uh, are, was it ever intimidating or you, are you like nervous about moving through this quickly? Or is it just like, Oh, you know, you're kind of, you almost surprised yourself. Like, Oh, I thought this level was going, I like, I'm already at this level. I definitely think it's the second one. Obviously I can still improve and still get better and try to be on top of that level. But for me, it was always being confident in myself and believing that I could play at any level. And then it's just a matter of 
getting the opportunities to go and, and try to uh, impress the people watching. And that's, that's the goal. So, but yeah, it's definitely been, you know, no nerves, uh, confident in myself and, and moving up. So. Okay. Yeah. You'd love to see it. I mean, like, I wish I had this confidence. <laughs> we are here with Tanner Testman, midfielder for FC Dallas uh, and the U.S. men's national team as well. Yeah. We should uh, uh, talk about that because that was a, a really cool moment. Uh, you getting to play. You got to play against uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, and, and, and on top of that, uh, family in the stands, uh, uh, famous godfather, <laughs> Dabo Sweeney in, in the stand as well. The camera was on him uh, often. Uh, what was that feeling like uh, getting to play with the, with the senior national team? Oh, man, it was amazing. It was a dream come true, especially for my family to be there and support me. Uh, it was really special. It's something I'll remember forever. Uh, but, no, it was a really good game. Obviously, we won. That was the biggest thing is, is to get the dub. And then just to play and, and get my debut was, was huge. And those group of guys, it was amazing. So it was, it was a great experience. Now, I mean, you had this experience. I think you were called up to the uh, senior team for FC Dallas, like, what, uh, February? Or at least that was your first start, right? February 20th, if yeah. I'm not mistaken? Yeah, So there, we pretty yeah. much went into – we went into quarantine almost immediately after – so you've barely played in front of fans, but you've already yeah. played in front of your family for the national team. It's <laughs> <laughs> wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No fans in the sands is hard, but I mean, I'm glad they were just able to make it. You know, the game was in Florida, so they're a little bit more open. So it was good. Yeah. yeah I mean, you- when, when you get, when you find out that you're going from, cause I believe if I'm not mistaken, you were part of the U20 world cup uh, uh, set up and then that ends up getting canceled. And the yeah. next thing you know, they're like, well, don't even worry about that. You're going to go play for the senior team against the team that knocked us out of the, 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 the World Cup last time. What yeah. I, Christian might have asked the question somewhat, but have you had those conversations with Greg Berhalter? Were you sort of aware that there was an opportunity for you to get called up? Or was that a complete surprise for you? Um, I knew it was an opportunity. Um, there was talks before the, the season I didn't with FC Dallas that I was going to go to that camp, but we made it into playoffs farther. And then when they were having talk about the you meant the U23 camp, uh, obviously I got invited for that. And then there was opportunity to get held over. So, you know, just going and performing and doing my best, to, that was the goal to get held over. And and uh, they gave insight when I got there, you know, you have a real chance to, to, to get held over and make your debut. And, and that's what I did. So it was a little bit, but definitely unexpected uh, to be straight from the U20 straight to the men's national team is I, I wasn't expecting that. And I couldn't believe it really. So. Yeah. And how, how good does it feel? Or at least, you know, I know definitely, look, I'm not a, a big college football fan, but I know right. how significant and how important it is and how some of these programs and you hear a program like Clemson, anybody saying no to that? I'm sure there were people that were like, yo, Tanner, what are you doing? You're making a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> well, how does it yeah. feel to, to, to get these accomplishments, especially at, at a young age and, and to be so to be to, to so quickly be able to tell people like, and, and what? Say something yeah. now. I could buy myself lunch. How's it going at college football, bro? <laughs> no, it's it's definitely a – I mean, it would have been a great experience to go to Clemson uh, to play football and soccer there. would have been great, but, it, you know, it just wasn't for me. And, and now to have a quick turnaround, uh, a lot of work goes into it, but it's a quick turnaround for the public, and, and uh, it's been good. It's been uh, what I hope for, um, but you got to keep pushing. It's not over yet. There's a lot more to accomplish, so just got to keep pushing and striving for more. Okay. What is what is your goal? I mean, you've seen a lot of players. I mean, this seems to be the way to go if you're an FC Dallas player is you might end up in Europe. And now you're getting all yeah. of these opportunities with the men's national team. 
where's your head at when it comes to Europe? You know, you see someone like, unfortunately, like, um, you know, Jordan Morris go down with an injury. Are your agents calling Swansea like, hey, yo, fam, we got, we got someone else that can fill the spot. <laughs> Bigger than everybody oh, else on your funny. team. What are your thoughts on Europe? What has been your thoughts and what are your goals there? I think Europe's always been the goal um, to be in a top five league playing for a team in the Champions League is is the goal. And then when you get there, you set new goals. But um, yeah, I think that's definitely the dream uh, to get moved over there uh, in the next year or two and, and see where that can take me. But for sure, I think being with the men's national team helps. And if I want to stay with the men's national team, I got to get to Europe. So that's the goal. Okay, yeah, and it, it's also uh, it, it's incredible to see what FC Dallas is doing because the the last couple years, uh, you know, the, I mean, it is the the level the, the level of quality that uh, of homegrown players that are that look. We've sp- spoken about this a lot. FC Dallas is doing good business, right? They're, yeah. they're putting <laughs> pushing out high quality players that uh, that are playing all over the world. They are the even, apple of <laughs> of, 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 of soccer the, players at this yeah, point. Yeah, the, the the you know FC Dallas stocks are rising. Um, but but talk a little bit about that. Um, you know that system. We, we've spoken to a couple of FC Dallas uh, players, but the the from your perspective and and how uh, clearly the the system works and 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 uh, you know, and if you have, if the quality is there, you will make it into the first team. But being, uh, you know, with so many other homegrown players, or Paxton, uh, uh, Pepe, like uh, speaking of other tall dudes, what's up with Ricardo Pepe? He's also a big, uh, big dude. Yeah, as well. he's a tall guy. What's it like being, um, uh, you know, with all those other uh, young guys, and and like that pressure that you may feel w- within MLS to to show these other maybe veteran players and other veteran teams that you guys can can keep up. Yeah, I think that's the the great thing about our team and, and our culture is we have a bunch of young guys and the, the older veterans on our team, they really embrace us and they really try to bring us along and, and play well together. And then we have our young guys that have known each other since a young age and been playing together for a while. So that connection is already there. And then even with our head coach, Lucci, who's been coaching the academy, he knows all of us and, and he has he has potential for he sees potential in all of us. So uh, working together as a group uh, with the older people and, and the, the new guys coming in. Uh, we all have the same mindset and, and they embrace us and we embrace them and, and we try to move forward. So I think it's one of our strengths, uh, have a young team that's that's hungry. So, Did you purposely pick FC Dallas because you know they have the capabilities to develop young talent? I did, yeah, I did. Okay. Who was it? Were yeah. you, because you're, you were raised in Birmingham, Alabama, right? Right, I was raised in Birmingham. Uh, the only soccer we really had was in Atlanta. And at that time, uh, all they had was an academy at Land United, and they didn't offer uh, housing. And then the, the year I decided to go to FC Dallas, that was when Atlanta United started. And I, I could have played for Atlanta United and, and gone with a bunch of guys I knew and and I uh, knew well and friends and family that lived there. But uh, you see the production that FC Dallas has over the years uh, with homegrowns and people going uh, different places, the men's national team. So, I mean, and then you have Brandon Cervania who led the way. So, we, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough decision not to go, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's great that uh, even from, uh, you know, even younger, younger kids that are are, like the fact that American soccer is in this place when, you know, FC Dallas is is, uh, you know, their academy is is now 
you start to think about it on the level of like other German academies, other English academies where we yeah, Clairefontaine, like, uh, where people all over France move yeah, to go where, there. Where you're... it's going to be like, yeah, you know, we had mentioned this before. You a kid growing up in Maine would be like, you know, mom, dad, I think I, we need to go to Texas. We need to go to Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> or some kid from the Bronx is like, yo, what's good? <laughs> Dallas all day. You know, you're like, <laughs> you sure you're from here, my G? You know? <laughs> Another cool thing is you got to, um, you took a pen penalty uh as you know you, you don't really right. see too many rookies taking uh, uh penalties in the playoffs especially uh and you got to take one and make one uh what was was there a conversation about that uh how did you feel uh being in that position i know you know you are t according to you a tanner no nerves testman uh so i imagine <laughs> it wasn't much of an issue <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I had to take one kind of because we were, I mean, we took eight PKs. So I was, I, I hope I'd be one of the best eight PK takers on this, in the 11 on the field. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I stepped up, um, put it in, uh, really didn't have any nerves. Like you said, uh, just confident. Uh, if I miss, oh, well, if I make it, that's what I came here to do. And, and we got the win. That was a, that was a night I'll never forget. That was amazing. That was a, a great experience with that team. And that really put us together. So I was, that was a phenomenal night. Geez, is there anything you can't do? They're going to put you in goal next. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> uh, we're here with Tanner Tesman of FC Dallas and the men's national team. And we have our own supporters group. I know you guys got a bunch of supporters groups. You know, people do love our show, okay? Uh, and they're called Gully Squad. That's our crew. And we got some great questions. One of them is from Justin Freeberg. And I'm going to let Christian ask that because it's an important question. I'm going to ask Thomas Thornton's question, which is, Ask Tanner the best place to get a slice in D in Dallas. Uh, I'm out here working for the winter storm recovery and I'm in need of a good food recommendations. So I'm going to just tell you right now, there is no good slices of pizza in <laughs> Dallas, but Tanner, where would, where do you suggest Thomas Thornton go grab a bite while he's out there working for the storm relief? I would almost agree with you with that. There's no good pizza in Texas, but um, <laughs> there's a, a pizza place right by the stadium called Pizzeria Testa. And that's where a bunch of guys go and, it's a pretty good spot. Uh, movie theater right there, kind of in the Frisco Square, the lights and everything. So that's a pretty good place to go eat. Very nice. All right, cool. Oh. I know Connie Rosso makes incredible wood fire pies, and they don't sell pizza by the slice. But if you're going to eat pizza in Dallas, just go to Connie Rosso. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, Tanner, if you have any uh, questions about food recommendations in uh, in Dallas, where Alexis has probably never been to, uh, but he knows everybody <laughs> connected in food. In We've the, been in twice the... together. Don't you dare say that. But I do know a lot of pizza people in, in the in the world. Unfortunately, that's true. That's why I have high blood pressure. Anyway, next question for Tim. We did get a question from Justin, uh, Justin Friedberg. Uh, he had asked, uh, uh, we sort of talked about this, but he said, how did your godfather react when you told him you were pursuing soccer instead of kicking for Clemson? And also, how did your dad become such good friends with Dabo to begin with? Um, I'll start with how my dad became good friends with them. Um, they went to high school together and, um, they kind of stayed in touch all throughout and, and they, they were best friends growing up, uh, went to college and they were still kept, kept in touch. And then my, uh, my mom's brother is married to Dabo's wife's sister. So we have a relationship. So his kids are my second cousins. Um, and then they just been best friends ever since. And now my dad works for him. So they're uh yeah, yeah. they're just best friends and then uh um, hey, go ahead 
Yeah, I was just gonna say like when, but seeing him at the at the at the game, I mean, it was like literally fun. If he could have held an iPad up to record you playing, he would have. Yeah. You know, he was so. I'm proud. surprised he didn't get the Clemson media crew down there <laughs> to film you. What a proud! My mother's never. I've been performing stand up for over ten years. My mother's never seen me perform once. You got your godfather to film you playing. Oh, that's <laughs> it was funny. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. believe that he that he was there and and uh, had a great support system. But then, uh, what was the other part of the question? It was uh, how how did he react when you said you didn't want to play uh, football, college football? Right. So, I mean, he was he was trying to do everything to get me to come. I went on uh, one official visit, maybe three unofficials, and every time it was you know you could do this, and there's these opportunities, and <laughs> all of sitting in his office telling me all this stuff, and and then when I told him, I was like, look. I'm signing professional, you know, he sent me, he tried to call me like five times. I was at, I was signing the contract <laughs> doing stuff. And, and then he texted me, uh, this long text message saying, um, you know, you can do this and the opportunities. And I'm like, I get that. And I, at the time I was reading this book called chase, chase the lion, chase your lion. And it's about chasing your dreams and, and doing, and, you know, just pursuing what you want to pursue in life. And I just texted him back. I said, chasing my line. And that was it. So, and then he, uh, oh. you know, he respects my decision. He, uh, you know, he supports me like you saw at the, at the game. He's he's happy for me. And even if I wasn't with the men's national team, even if I wasn't playing for FC Dallas, if I was playing with North Texas or not playing at all, he would be just as proud. So uh, it's it's been a great experience, though, and, and uh, it's been a great decision. So after you yeah. sent him that text, his next phone call was to ban that book from Clemson University. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, we don't want anyone reading this damn book. <laughs> we need play. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, it's so funny. Look, every step of the way, he just keeps emailing you a PDF of uh, you know the, the the agreement to to play for Clemson. Uh, so no, that's that is again, I really really dope. Just because the 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 uh, it's great to see um, the belief in yourself. Like the it, it takes a lot of courage to say, especially growing, maybe growing up in Alabama, where soccer maybe soccer is not really like super prevalent or really yeah. just everywhere. Um, to say like, no, I I I believe in myself and I think I can do this. What, what, where did that, that belief in that dream come from? Cause I know like I enjoy soccer cause I play like FIFA and I'm like, Oh, I, I, I would be great to be in the game one day or something like that. But what propelled that, especially coming from like not a, a traditional kind of soccer uh, community or background? I mean, for one, it was my, my parents, my family, they always believed in me. They did anything I could to, to get better games, to get better uh, friends, better teams to play on. Uh, they did whatever they could. We were traveling, all over the the southeast to get in games and tournaments and then i think it was also the group of friends i was around that alabama group that is that chris richards that brennan servania uh uh other yeah. guys that uh, david rona i wait for brooks rice uh clay holstead there's a bunch of guys uh that have that have now been in d1 and and before that it wasn't a thing and um i think just being in that group of guys of all of us knowing that man we want to we want to change alabama soccer we want to go play uh across the world across the country and and just being around those guys every day, uh, focus on that, and then going to tournaments with them, uh, playing. So I think that was kind of how it developed. Whereas other guys, you know, they're, you know, they get basketball, football, soccer is not a thing in, uh, in in Alabama. So, yeah. Did you are you getting texts from Chris Richards being like, "Yo, Germany kind of lit. Look, there's no fried Oreos, but it's kind of <laughs> lit. Yeah, I feel like you do well out here. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, Chris has done all." done amazing now he's at Hoffenheim and he's got I mean he's got a lot of potential coming up so but yeah definitely keep in touch with him he's he's a great guy so 
No, nice. you, you, I mean, speaking, you know, changing, uh, you talk about changing, like, uh, you know, or, or making a stamp, especially with Alabama soccer, but you guys are going to look at you're going to change American soccer uh, overall, because I mean, you right. think of Chris Richards uh, 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 playing in Germany, but also one thing I think of, especially that, that, uh, the, the fact that, you know, him and play together, how, how difficult was it? How much did you have to convince people that you were not a center back? You had to, <laughs> they must've been like, no, no, I, I trust me. I'm in the right position. Yeah, I mean, they tried to move me back uh, when I was playing uh, with FC Dallas. I played every position, and they put me at center back, and and <laughs> they saw potential there. And I was like, no, I want to score goals. So they were like, all right. So they put me at nine, and I scored two goals. And I'm like, exactly. I'm 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 gonna be in the attack. I want to play in the midfield at least. Uh, in North Texas, I debuted as a nine. I mean, so I've been playing everywhere for FC Dallas. But yeah, they've they've tried to put me at center back, and and Chris. Uh, he says the same thing, you know, since center back's easy, all you got to do is keep a clean sheet. Uh, no, man, I want to have fun. I want to get on the ball, go score some goals. <laughs> totally fair. Totally fair. All right. Like, Yo, why more. is that center back running forward every time? Like, I told you not to put me back there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Tanner Testman of FC Ballot, uh, for joining us. Absolutely crushed it. Honestly, yo. Talking to Tanner makes me believe in myself a little bit more. I'll be honest. Right? You know? <laughs> He's like a motivational speaker. <laughs> Tanner, is there anything you want to let uh, people know about uh, before we let you go? Yeah, I want y'all to know. Uh, go donate to the GoFundMe. You can find it on the FC Dallas website. And then hit me up on the socials. Follow me on FranTamJam5 on all platforms. And then check out my podcast. I know y'all y'all are watching the Cooligans, but... We do something else at Chum Chat. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram or, or Snapchat, Twitter at Chum.Chat. Check us out. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. So hit us up. But we would be really appreciated. So amazing. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. The support uh, support this man's uh, work. Uh, make sure. Uh, and for us, make sure you follow at Soccer Cooligans on all social media platforms. Follow at Fubo Sports and subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for full episodes of the show. Uh, all right, Tanner, it's goal celebration gif time. Uh, what do you want your goal celebration gif to be? So you're, this is your, your, your men's national team. You get brought in in the 80th minute and you now just scored. To get the U.S. to qualify for the World Cup, <laughs> what is your GIF? I'll probably go. Boom. Okay. Be it. <laughs> salute. Okay. Uh, salute to all the haters who, who wanted yeah. me to play college football. That's right? actually like, yo, you got to be this tall to score a goal that good. That's what that is. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, all right. Thank you again, Tanner Tessman, uh, for joining us. Let us end the show the way we normally do as is tradition. So for Tanner Tessman, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the cool again. again.